0: Hello everyone, welcome to episode 59 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. Today we're going to be talking about bald eagles. Normally I talk about mule deer, elk, bighorn sheep, moose, other things, but we're talking about bighorn. We're talking about eagles today because eagles are part of management The wildlife biologists perform some of their duties. They perform surveys at a state level every three or so years, and there's a bunch of nonprofit groups that perform surveys annually, as well as the federal government performs one each year. They just concluded one of their um, yearly surveys called the National Midwinter Bald Eagle Survey, concluded on the 18th of January. And their target dates are normally around the 6th or 7th, but they finished up. They've been performing that now for Oh, 44 years, roughly 1979, they've been doing this survey and it takes place all over the United States with hundreds of volunteers as well as um, people working within that field. Bald Eagle surveys are important because back in the 1930s, there was an estimated 412 nesting pairs total before that there was a lot more based on estimates performed and mathematical models they believe there was somewhere around 10,000 nesting pairs in 1782 but because of habitat loss illegal killing pesticides and all those things that were used uh, the populations dropped to roughly under a thousand maybe a little more but then the Congress passed The Bald Eagle Protection Act in 1940, and then there's been a whole bunch of uh, adjustments um, that have been done since then to this uh, Bald Eagle Protection Act, but populations are, when they were delisted or taken off the endangered species list in 2007, put them roughly at 9,789 breeding pairs. So it looks like they've done a wonderful job in bringing them back. What got me onto this is uh, I came across an article that talks about how their numbers are actually in certain parts, not in every location, but their numbers in Alaska are actually tied a little bit to chum salmon. So as these eagles move down from Northern Alaska, they're following these populations of salmon, and their survival rates are, are super high. And then what they noticed is in that late January time frame, their survival rate starts to drop off. And researchers were looking into why it was dropping off. And what was interesting is it stayed high until they basically got to the Pacific Northwest, Washington, that Washington, Oregon area. And what's interesting is in Fraser River Basin area, this is one of the largest on the west side of Canada, they had 86% stable population of salmon. They were neither threatened nor endangered. Salmon populations are still high, and they're stable or unthreatened at the time the survey was performed. Now, it's been a little while since this survey was done, but once they get to the Columbia River area, 73% of the Columbia River salmon stocks are extinct and another 17% are at risk. So as those eagles come down and hit this location in late January, they're having a hard time adjusting because they all of a sudden run out of chum salmon. There's no stocks. So they're switching to birds. And they're targeting birds as their primary target after they run out. So all things are tied together and you just see how much everything is interconnected. As salmon populations are declined or reduced, um, that's going to have a whole... It's going to affect a whole host of issues, not just the eagles, but the nutrients they provide once they spawn in that stream and they're putting out all their eggs and things are feeding on their eggs as well as their dead carcasses are floating down and deteriorating and they're providing nutrients. There's so many things going on. And these eagles, it's, it's, just a, it's going to be a rough, rough time for them if we allow these salmon populations to decline. I, uh, while I was researching this article... Um, I texted a couple of friends, and one of them um, is up in Alaska, is involved in sport fishing. And uh, I asked him what are his concerns, and he said that uh, serious habitat degradation in British Columbia and the Puget Sound will mean highly unlikely we'll ever see historic spawning again. That's the concern he has, is that as all these different factors come into play, all the different environmental factors that we have, as well as all the building and all those things. Are we keeping the salmon in mind as well as all the other species? I know we're talking about eagles, but there's a whole host of things that would tumble and break apart if we start losing that salmon population and eagles would take a heavy impact All right. And on the final note, as we end this, I just wanted to encourage you to get out there, volunteer, put your time out there, get involved with wildlife, have experiences with them. It's a fun opportunity, great opportunity. And there's multiple agencies that would take volunteers as well as non-governmental, just conservation groups that are always looking to help wildlife go out, get involved and be active in wildlife. All right, you guys stay wild. Have a great day.